Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mama Podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I'm so glad that you are here for another episode, or maybe it's your first time. Either way, I hope you're having an amazing day so far. And this week's episode is actually a replay of an episode that I released about one year ago. And it's an episode that I feel is super important. And the reason I'm doing a replay this week is because we've had a crazy week. We were on vacation a couple of weeks ago, so I was a little behind on podcast episodes already. And then last week, my 10-month-old was sick for a couple of days, and it kind of overlapped with the same like time frame that I usually record the, the podcast episode for the upcoming week. So just totally got taken out, and I just said, you know what? I'm going to give some extra airtime to an episode that... I feel is super important that probably didn't get a lot of listens because it was released before the podcast really built momentum, which was sort of more at the start of this year. So anyways, we are talking all things pelvic floor this week because it is always a hot topic and it is super important to just be aware of the pelvic floor in both pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood, you know, pregnancy changes your body and your your pelvic floor takes the brunt of the burden of the baby weight. And while it is such a hot topic, not everyone knows where their pelvic floor is, how to activate it correctly. It can sort of be this like mysterious buzzword. And since this episode was released about a year ago, we've had several pelvic floor episodes and I'm going to actually list them all in the show notes and what like episode number they are. So if you want to go on a pelvic floor marathon and just like dig deep, you will get all the goods if you go listen to those episodes as well. But in this one specifically, we're just, we're going to dive into the role of the pelvic floor, the importance of it in both pregnancy and motherhood where the pelvic floor is on your body. So just a little bit of anatomy and how to activate it correctly, like how to do that great Kegel and how to, you know, start to work it into your life. So I hope this episode is super valuable for you and let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome to the Strong Mama podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, mom, exercise physiologist and pre and postnatal fitness expert. This show is all about helping you navigate your pregnancy and postpartum journey with more strength, energy, and ease. Each week, pull up a seat for a new topic that will empower you to feel strong, capable, and confident while supporting your body through all the changes of the motherhood journey. Just a reminder that the information on this show is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. Please speak to your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. I'm honored and excited to be a part of your health journey into motherhood. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to the Strong Mama podcast. Today's episode is one that I think is really important. I've been thinking about doing it for a while. I think it'll be on the shorter side, but we're going to keep it to the point today. It is all about finding your pelvic floor. And I'm going to walk you through a guided tutorial because pelvic floor is a buzzword, right? I mean, it's not a buzzword in that it's not important because it's very important, but it's one of those buzzwords that we hear a lot in pregnancy and postpartum. And we're just truthfully, honestly, not sure 
where it is or if we're activating it correctly. So I know that I've heard this from many of you before that like you hear the term, but you don't know what it is and what, you know, what you're doing when it comes to pelvic floor activation. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today to really find that area of your body and talk about a little bit of the importance of it. We're not going to dive too deep, but really mainly focusing on finding your pelvic floor, understanding it, knowing where it's at, what it does, and making sure that you can get the most out of any pelvic floor work that you might be doing or that you might plan to do. So um, just a quick note, I am not a pelvic floor physical therapist, but if you do have like symptoms, and I'll, I'll sprinkle those in throughout the day today, then it would definitely be worthwhile to see a pelvic floor physical therapist for anything that you might be experiencing um, symptom-wise in terms of leakage, prolapse, um, anything like that. So anyways, let's go ahead and dive in to just a quick rundown of the importance of the pelvic floor in pregnancy and postpartum. Like I said, it's one of those buzzwords that we hear about, but we're not really sure what it does. So I'll keep this part short so we can dive into the tutorial. But um, first and foremost, it supports our internal organs, like our bladder and our bowels, and actually works to keep them inside of our body, which is important in pregnancy because, of course, things are being moved around, like your uterus is growing, like your organs are having to change position a little bit. And of course, the uterus is heavy, like your baby is growing and, you know, that weight, that baby weight essentially is bearing down on your pelvic floor. So what can tend to happen if our pelvic floor is not functional and strong enough is that sometimes those organs, bladder, bowels can start to prolapse out of the body, which we don't want. So it supports those internal organs. It keeps you continent, meaning keeping you from leaking urine. And yeah, it bears the brunt of that baby weight. So making sure that it's super functional in this phase of life, like even leading into pregnancy, pregnancy, postpartum, super important for our function down there. Secondly, is that it helps to guide the baby out during a vaginal delivery. So what I mean by this in terms of guiding is that we we focus so much on like making our pelvic floor strong, quote unquote. But what's also important is that we know how to relax this part of our body and having that mind to muscle connection to relax that, that muscle group because it is a muscle group and making sure it can move out of the way to clear space for baby because if our pelvic floor is just always on and it's always activated and it's always really tight this could prevent the baby from coming out in a smooth way and maybe even increase the risk of tearing so super helpful to have that awareness and that mind to muscle connection established before delivery so that you're able to relax that part of your body when it comes time for pushing and the last thing I'll say on this is that it supports sexual function and just keeping everything pain-free down there. Um, so if you're experiencing any of the symptoms that I kind of ran through, leaking, prolapse, pain with, with sex, essentially anything that doesn't feel right in that area, definitely check out a local pelvic floor physical therapist for some support on that because a lot of those things are... Symptoms that we think just comes with pregnancy and motherhood, 
Um, and oftentimes it is common, but it doesn't mean it's normal or that you have to live with the symptoms like that. Um, so definitely get support around those things. But let's go ahead and chat about where the heck your pelvic floor actually is. So it is a muscle group at the very bottom of your pelvis. It runs from your tailbone in the back all the way up to your pubic bone in the front. And you can think of it like a trampoline. I've heard of it referred to as a hammock before. So if you can kind of picture a hammock as well in its relaxation phase where it's just kind of like hanging down, relaxed. But I, I was listening to a pelvic floor physical therapist podcast to Birth and Beyond, love their podcast. And she made a really cool analogy to think about it as a trampoline instead because the pelvic floor really needs to have both phases of the contraction where it's up and the relaxation where it's down. And we really want it to be taut and um, flexible in the sense that it can contract and relax at the at um, any given time. So anyways, that's where it's at. It's at the very bottom of your pelvis, runs from your pubic bone to your tailbone. And there are four attachment points in your don't, I hope I don't lose you yet. I'm not going to get too deep into the anatomy, but this you'll find is very important to um, the tutorial that we'll walk through in just a minute. But there are four places that it attaches, and I already gave you two of them. So your tailbone is one in the back. The pubic bone is another in the front. And then your sit bones. So like if you sit on your hands, you'll feel those bony sit bones. And it has those two, the two sides attached there. So front and back, And then the two sides, those are your four attachment points of the pelvic floor. Hopefully you're starting to sort of get a visual of where this area is on your body. So the goal is to be able to activate and lift that pelvic floor nice and high, as well as relax it from all four of these areas. So the thing with Kegels, and we, we've hear the term Kegels, like I took a birth class leading up to my first baby and they were like, you should do 100 Kegels a day or some, some random number. And I was like, what? <laughs> and um, yeah, Kegels can tend to be flawed just because it's typically just focused on the cr- contraction phase or like the lift phase, but not that relaxation phase, which is super important to also have for a functional pelvic floor. So the goal is to be able to lift and relax from these four areas. So what we're going to do to really visualize this, find this area on your body, make sure you're activating and relaxing properly is to walk through each of these areas individually. So let's go ahead and do this exercise together. So you can even do this if you're driving, um, but preferably sitting down if you can. <laughs> um, so the, f- the first area is the front of your pelvic floor. So where it connects to your pubic bone. So what I want you to do is from that seated position, just go ahead and lean forward slightly. It doesn't have to be a lot, just like an inch or two, lean forward at your hips. And what I want you to do is squeeze as if you are holding back the flow of urine. So think you have to pee really bad. You're trying to hold it and you're lifting that area right there to stop the flow of urine or hold it back okay so that would be the front of your pelvic floor go ahead and just hold lift and release a couple of times just to really get a feel for where that front part of the pelvic floor is 
Now we can move into the back. So you'll just return to a neutral seated position and then from there lean back just slightly, again an inch or two, just enough to sort of feel it. And what you're going to do here is do the same thing as if you were holding back from passing gas. So hopefully you don't mind my terminology, but this is where we're going with the pelvic floor. Hold back from passing gas. So just kind of imagine that. Lift and lower as if that were happening. Try that a few times. Okay, now that is the back of your pelvic floor. You can feel a difference between the front and the back. And now for the sides, those sit bone attachment points of the pelvic floor, I want you to sit on your hands, if you can. Obviously, if you're driving, <laughs> not ideal. Um, but what I want you to do here is sit on your hands and contract and relax again, thinking about lifting those two sides up and together, okay? Think about pulling them up and together. I wish you could see my hand. I'm like having hand visual cues here. Um, so try that a few times. Now let's do it all together. So go ahead and just return to a neutral seated position. And from here, we're going to try to imagine all four of those areas, front, back, and sides, lifting up. So squeeze, nice and high, thinking of lifting up and together, and then relax fully at the bottom. So what I like to think about here is a tissue. So you can imagine like a tissue lying on a flat surface, like a desk or something, and you take your fingers and like hold it right in the middle of that tissue, and you're going to lift it up. Okay, so then the attachment points kind of stay down where they're attached, of course, and that middle is coming up. That's what I want you to think about with your pelvic floor. So lifting nice and high, and then at the very bottom, so relaxing it back down to where that tissue is completely flat again. All right, another good visual that I like to use for this is an elevator. So lifting that elevator from the main floor. So you can imagine your pelvic floor at the main floor of let's say a hotel or apartment building. We're gonna lift up to floor five, lift it up, and then we're gonna lower it down all the way to the basement. So not just the main floor, but the basement. And that's not to say to like bear down or push down, but really essentially just making sure that everything is super, 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 relaxed. Okay, how is that? Are you feeling a little more aware of where your pelvic floor is and how to activate it properly? I hope so. It's it's honestly really simple when we break it down like that, which is why I like to break it down. So at any point in time, feel free to go back through that where you lean forward, lean back, sit on your hands, and just really find where that pelvic floor is, focusing on contracting as high as you can, lifting as well as that lowering phase or that full relaxation phase. So when we do this, we're really supporting our pelvic floor in all of those things that I had mentioned above, like helping guide the baby out in a vaginal delivery, helping you recover faster postpartum, really keeping your internal organs in check, all of that good stuff. So it's really, really, really important. Hopefully I said really enough times to get my point across, but um, you guys, this is something that 
gosh, leading up to my first pregnancy, I knew nothing about until I went through the pre and postnatal certification course um, to really get educated in this area. So it's something that is going to be a part of my life forever is pelvic floor work. Um, and postpartum is forever. It's something that it's an area of our body that's forever been affected. And we don't ever like, not to sound depressing, but we don't ever go back to normal, so to speak. So like coming up with a maintenance routine for your pelvic floor, even postpartum is so, so beneficial. So if you want more on where this came from, I work with my clients all the time on pelvic floor work. We incorporate it into strength training. We incorporate it into daily breathing techniques and like a little daily breathing um daily breathing routine to prepare their body for birth, to prepare for postpartum, to recover postpartum, all the things, and really just coming up with a way that they can incorporate pelvic floor work into their life so that they're supported, so that they are functional in daily life, they can jump on the trampoline without being their pants, they can do all the things without being sort of limited by their pelvic floor. So if you are looking for more where that came from, I again work with my clients on that and definitely want to invite you into that opportunity to work with me if it is calling your name and if you need more support with this area and exercise in general during pregnancy and postpartum. So I will drop links to those opportunities in the show notes. And yeah, I hope to talk to you soon. Share this episode if it was helpful to you. Share it with a friend. Share it on your stories. I love to hear your takeaways. And of course, always appreciate you being here and listening in. All right. I will connect with you over on Instagram and I will talk to you next week. Have a great day. And that's a wrap, Mama. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Strong Mama Podcast. If this show has served you in some way, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head to strongmamawellnessco.com for more free resources and opportunities for us to work together. Until next time, keep moving.